Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another Geek Town podcast. This week we're catching up with Phil Eisler, the composer behind the hit TV show Revenge, who's recently released a soundtrack album with music from the show's first two seasons. As ever, if you want more info on the return or renewal of any TV show in the UK, visit the main website at geektown.co.uk. Hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Phil. It's Dave from Geek Town. Hi, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I know you're in LA at the moment. Have you got studios out there? I do. I'm actually on the on the Warner Brothers lot. Um, oh. I have uh, I have a, a bunch of studios here, and, and my I'm here with my whole crew. I wish I'd known um, that. I could have popped in and said hello. I was over oh. there about three weeks ago. And, and did, you kidding? No, I was over there about three weeks ago. Um, I, I came over for a holiday for a couple of weeks. I, I moved. Oh, and did you do the studio tour and everything? Uh, yeah, and it was one of those situations where my my friends are a part time teacher, so uh, and she uh, wasn't working when I booked the holiday, and then got offered a long term. Yeah job so sure. it ended up with me like right okay um, i'll hire a car and go and do some touristy right. things so i ended up doing all the studio tours um, nice. and, and, which was just excellent such good fun paramount studio, paramount was brilliant um yeah and uh, yeah warner brothers is great it's uh, as well you know we saw saw a couple of the people from big bang coming in in their cars and you know yeah yeah well that's right around the corner from my studio and, and actually where the water tower is Oh, that's okay. where that's where my studio is in the next building to that. Oh, so um, cool. So I have you know a, a, a few rooms here, and uh, and we record on the Eastwood stage quite a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, it's it was it was very cool. It was very interesting seeing kind of you know all the stuff going on and and uh, went and saw all the Batmobiles and all that sort of stuff. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, got to be a tourist for a bit, which was good fun, which I didn't really do last time. So uh, nice. So yeah, that no, it's it's good. Uh, but driving in LA traffic was interesting. Yes. Getting, yeah. Yes, it is. Getting from uh, Santa Monica back to um, uh, to Hunger, which is where they live, um, on the four hundred five. Yeah. Have an have an iPod. Yeah. Yeah. In rush hour on the four hundred five, not pleasant. <laughs> No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, so uh, 
we should probably talk about revenge, seeing as otherwise yeah. Dan is going to get very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you released the yeah um, the the first. It's two seasons on one disc, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. The, the first two the first two seasons basically I had to call you know a soundtrack for the first two, and I mean it's I don't it, you know it was almost impossible. It was sort of almost. 30 hours of music or something to distill down to a listenable hour. <laughs> um, so, uh, 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 you know, it, it was a challenge getting it down to that, but it, I'm really pleased with the album though. It's, it's, you know, and it's, it's beautifully mixed and everything. And, um, it, I just tried to make it, you know, we had all, all sorts of ideas about, well, let's make it chronological in terms of the storyline or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it rapidly became, obvious that that was going to be an absolutely unlistenable album, you know, because it would have just, it, first of all, it would have been 20 hours long and, and it, you know, it would have just been too much. So yeah. Yeah. really just sort of, I mean, there are little chronological sections in there. Like there's a whole section based around the SOS theme on the boat and there's yeah. Yeah. Um, a whole section based around, you know, the finale and, and, uh, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it ends with this sort of monstrous seven minute cue, which is, essentially it was the, the entire last act right. of the finale of season two. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it was, it was more fun to listen to like that, but, you know, hopefully it's sort of a, it's not just a soundtrack geek album, but sort of, you know, a, a good listening experience in terms of the sort of landscape of it. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it seems to, from, from various comments I've been reading, it seems to be going down fairly well. So, uh, yeah, I've had some incredible feedback and some really lovely reviews. So I'm, Counted myself extremely, extremely fortunate for that. Uh, it would be interesting to see whether you, you go up for the uh, an Emmy next year. Who knows? You never know. You never know. Um, you know, it's mm. it's interesting with with the Emmys. Um, a, a lot of the network shows often don't make it, um, right. but it, it's you know because there's there's such good quality stuff being done on cable. Yeah. Um, so you know, inevitably you have your sort of, you know, Breaking Bads and Boardwalk Empires and, and everything else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you never know, man. You never know. Mm. Doing a lot of different things. You were the sort of first of the composers that I spoke to. Since I've spoken to you, I've spoken to Nate. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Sean, Callie, uh, uh-huh. and Trevor um, Morris. So... <laughs> Yes, all all good guys. Well, Sean, I don't know that well. I'm a, I'm on a panel with him soon, actually. Okay, very um, nice guy. Very very. Yeah, nice. the very nice guy from the the one one or two times I met him, and, and uh, yeah, both Trevor and Nate are, are good friends of mine. Yeah, yeah, no, really nice. Nate's got some weird tasting musical instrument, but <laughs> he does. He's got a great little collection, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it was one made out of human bones and that sort of thing, which is yeah. kind of weird. But... Yeah. But uh, but yeah, really really interesting stuff. I, it's it's a great shame he didn't win this year because because uh, he had some. I, I really loved. It. Yeah, and he got nominated twice, which I think is bad in a way because you split your vote. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame really that he's got some really nice stuff. And Americans is a great show, and True Blood's a great show. And- he, yeah, I love his score on the Americans. I think he's. I think he's. He's one of my favorite composers in LA. I think he's he's super talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. If you're you're working on season three at the moment, have you have you yeah. got any new little kind of um, things like the SOS stuff or you know coming up? For well, actually, this you know this season the the one of the directors was to simplify a little bit because 
the storylines, you know, went in a lot of different directions last year, and it was sort of quite hard to keep up. And so this year they're really paring it down and really, and it's really fun because it's it's just it's become a bit more fun. You know, last year, I mean, what I love about the show is just the the tone of it seems to change every year a little bit. And last year was fun for me to do because it was super dark and very cinematic and sort of, you know, and, and in places very action driven. Um, and this year it's very sort of, um, it's just fun. You know, there's just like a lot of juicy cattiness and stuff. And, um, but there's still that same old sort of smoky film noir kind of feel to the whole thing. And it's, it's, um, you know, it's just really fun to do. Yeah. I, I, you're still using full orchestra again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's, you know, most of the same players are back. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, by now they've really got the sound of it, of revenge under their fingers very nicely. And, and, uh, so, you know, doing the recording sessions right now is just a pleasure because you can just sort of, you know, get in there and they immediately put their revenge hat on, on and get it. That must be, uh, must cut the, the, time down quite a lot which is quite important in, in your industry <laughs> it certainly is yeah yeah it does help yeah so um what other stuff are you working on as well at the moment did you do any pilots this year well i did yeah i did uh, i'm not sure last time we spoke but i did i did two pilots um one of which is reckless which got picked up on cbs so i'll be doing that at some point soon and um uh i did another one on fox that did not get picked up and then I did, um, then I started working on the Years Project, which is, you know, yeah. on Years of Living Dangerously, which uh, which I'm also working on now. Uh, yeah, that's the um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cameron climate change documentary. The, the cast is crazy with all of these people that they've got in it, you know, like Alec Baldwin and Don Cheadle and Matt Damon and stuff. But um, it's also about something I really sort of care quite a lot about, which is climate change. And it's... Um, it's kind of amazing. You know, I haven't done a documentary in a little while and um, it's a really unusual documentary because it's sort of very cinematic. Yeah. Not the usual sort of, you know, talking heads, talking heads, talking heads kind of thing. It really looks like a movie. Um, so, yeah, so that's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. But what's fun about it is it's, it's kind of... It's kind of like the opposite of an inconvenient truth, you know, it's, which as much as I liked that movie, I think the the problem with the way it was received was that, you know, it was somewhat preaching to the choir. You know, the people that bothered to sit down and listen to, you know, what was essentially a two hour lecture by Al Gore yeah. probably believed in climate change to start with, you know, yeah. whereas this, I think the, the cleverness of this is, is it's first of all, it's everyday stories of what's happening now. It's not, Hey, here's a pie chart of what will happen if we're not careful in 30 years. You know, it's, it's like, no, this is what's happening now to people. And, you know, they've gone into some incredible places around the world to sort of illustrate the point. And the fact that it's got all these A-list stars involved, I, th- I think it's, um, you know, I think it's going to reach a much wider audience and actually sort of spread a wider message, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, the Al Gore thing was interesting, but it was basically a glorified PowerPoint presentation. Uh, it really was, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I found it fascinating and terrifying and everything else you're supposed to, but I think your average sort of, you know, climate change denier is is certainly not going to sit and watch it. They'll be happy to bitch about it in the press probably, but they, they wouldn't be happy to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, very, very true. Um, Oh, well, that'll be an interesting one to, to watch out for. When's that out? Absolutely. 
Uh, it's I think it's airing in April next week, next uh, year on Showtime here in the states. I don't know where it's going out, you know, around the world, but that's where it's premiering here in America. Okay, yeah, be interesting to see. It'll probably get picked up by Sky Atlantic over here. They seem to pick up that sort of stuff. So. I'm sure, yeah, and and they pick up a lot of Showtime's biggest. This is a pretty big event for. Um, for yeah. Showtime, I believe. So yeah, they they picked up the uh, oh, the the when the levees fell thing. I'm not sure whether that was a HBO show or not. But oh, Spike Lee's thing. Yeah, Spike Lee's thing. They did yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good movie too. Yeah, yeah. I I missed it when it was on. It's one that I still need to catch up with. Um, yeah, well, it's pretty, it's as heavy as you would expect, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of one of those things that I looked at and thought, no, I'm 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 a bit too depressed to watch that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'll watch that Jean Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'll always cheer you up. Speaking of action movies, last time yes. I spoke to you, you were you were talk, about to go and talk to a guy for uh, music for a Chinese action movie you were writing. Yeah, I I actually uh, dropped out of it. Um, oh. It turned out to be a little bit of a um, crazy situation where you know I think the filmmakers how can I put this diplomatically were, were, they weren't quite ready to make this movie and uh, and I, at that point you know they, it, it was a little confused on the production side and at that point I, I had to move on so yes yeah no that sounds sensible um, have you uh, caught up with any TV any new TV or God I've been trying to keep up with Homeland and, and Sons of Anarchy which is which shows I both yeah. love and uh it's just it's tricky because you know I'm I'm not I'm not sleeping much as it is so I don't get a whole lot of time but, you know I I'm just sort of looking forward to going to the movies soon again um, and seeing something but I, I literally you know haven't uh, haven't stepped out a whole lot lately. <laughs> Put it this way: if you plan on being a composer, don't plan on doing much else. <laughs> Yeah, Homeland's been good. I've, they've just started airing that over here. Um, quite a brave move. They've not got the um, Damien Lewis in, in the first two episodes, apparently. So no, not so far. Yeah, so, so, yeah. I'm 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 up to episode two. I think that's all they've aired. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so far, so far, none of him. But it's been great. Really. I mean, it's such a such an awesome show. Yeah, yeah, all amazing in that show. Yeah, yeah, and and um, Manny, uh, it's uh, what's his name? The the guy. Oh, Mandy Patinkin. What a great actor. Yeah. Oh my god. Just, that guy's amazing. Just brilliant guy. My friend who works in LA is uh, worked with him occasionally, and and says he's the loveliest guy as well. Oh, which good. Is nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, he is a he is a true craftsman. That guy, he's he's really amazing. So you've got the documentary um, Season Three of Revenge and Reckless coming up. That must be taking up quite a lot of your year. I, I'm definitely booked out for the rest of 2013. That's that's for sure. Yeah, um, and and a good chunk of next year too. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and the pilot season starts, and then I'm, I'm sort of there's a couple of movies that I'm slated to do next year, but I can't talk about yet. <laughs> um, but uh, um, you know, it's hard to plan all these things because, they, you know, things, especially movies, get moved all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, in TV shows sometimes, in the, in the case of something like Reckless. So, so, you know, you just sort of have to book these things and roll with it, and then when they turn up, you just deal with it. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so the movies, I'm not sure when they're starting yet, and um, 
you know, and then of course it's pilot season again, it all comes around so quickly, <laughs> and, yes. you know, and everything else. Yeah, and that mad scramble happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so it sounds like you're going to be busy, anyway. That I am, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining, believe me. Yeah, no, no, no. I should probably let you get back to your um, uh, to, to your composing of season three. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you. It's been nice to talk to you, mate. No, it's been it's been great to talk to you. It's it's a shame I didn't know know you were uh, where, where you were. Have you? Uh, I know Rob's back in LA. Have you seen anything of Robbie since he's, he's been back? I haven't. You know, I haven't had a chance to hook up with him for a good couple of years now. Oh, that's um, a shame. We've got. You know, we've both been so busy. You know, he's. I think he's been out on the road quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and I literally, you know, haven't left the studio in in two years now. So. Um, yeah, I must catch up with him at some point, but it's it's been a while. Yeah, he was he was on um, uh, X Factor. Uh-huh. Uh, and he usually, he usually does it with Gary, um, right. obviously. Uh, but Gary was in New York, and they've got Sharon Osbourne back on this year, who's got a house in, house in LA. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so he turned up at the house in LA. That's just complete laziness on Robbie's part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I kind of got that impression. Like, yeah, I know why he's got that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Home <laughs> comforts. Yes. Well, hopefully you get to catch up with him at some point. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, but uh, yeah, next time you're in LA, look me up. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, I'll uh, I'll let you go. Um, All right, mate. Well, nice to talk to you, and uh, uh, I'll uh, catch up with you again soon. Yeah. Great to talk to you again. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.